Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. Hey everybody, it's Jody Katz, your host of Where Brains Meet Beauty. This week's episode is with Stacey Levine. She's the co-founder of Glow Science. Uh, she has a beautiful smile and it's an incredible teeth whitening brand. And if you missed it, tune in to last week's episode with Laszlo Moharita. He is the Global Director of Beauty Packaging at Johnson & Johnson. Hope you enjoy the shows. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Where Brains Meet Beauty. I am sitting right next to my friend Stacey Levine. She is the co-founder of Glow Science. Welcome. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here. This is really cool to be together. We haven't seen each other in a while. I know. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. I'm so happy to have you here. And I want to tell our listeners how you and I met. Yes. And it was from your friend and board member, Margarita, who's also been a guest on our podcast. And um, we started working together. And um, interestingly, we had our ups and downs, or when we were downs and ups. <laughs> right, more ups, but all good. And um, that's a journey I'd love to share with listeners another time. I want today to be all about you um, as a creator, a pioneer, a wife, and a proud mama. Oh, thank you. Yes, I am. <laughs> so let's start today um, with a simple question. How will you spend your day today? All right. Well, I started my morning on my Peloton bike. Uh, in my building gym. I had a quick breakfast meeting with my sons who are building a new brand. And then I hopped on the train and I'm here with you right now. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. But it's fun. Um, Okay. So what is Glow Science? Glow Science is um, a company that uh, my husband and I, Jonathan, uh, created in um, 2010. And it's an innovative oral care brand that is... um, Direct, it's to the consumer, and it's really in the professional dental channel. So we sell teeth whitening technology that um, we have all the patents for, as well as um, oral care products that will prevent um, inflammation and help with the health of the mouth. And you've been in the uh, dental game for a while now, but I just learned that um, you used to own stores, mm-hmm. right? That's a very different business in fashion and jewelry. Can you tell me about that? Sure. My early, my early journey was uh, my parents, my mother, had a retail store. I came from Brooklyn, and uh, it was in Cheapside Bay. It was called the Enterprise, and it's a, it was a jewelry gift and fashion store, uh, pretty much ahead of its time. And uh, at 10, I was uh, the, aunt, the daughter of an entrepreneur. And uh, after school, that's where I, I went. I did my homework in my mother's retail store. And uh, we grew the business uh, for about 20 plus years and uh, in 2000 sold it. And um, it was a really fun, uh, it was a fun journey for me. And uh, as I look back today, it's really where I learned a whole lot about running and managing a business and what it entailed from customer service to operations to buying to having too much inventory, you know, needing to liquidate product and mostly how to really delight the consumer. That was really what I loved. Packaging. If you grew up in the Sheepshead Bay area, you knew the enterprise, like everyone knew it? Yeah, they really did. And it's really fun because even today when I'm in a random place. If I say I'm from Brooklyn, you know, and they're like, oh, me too. Oh, from Sheepshead Bay. Oh, I had a store, you know, and the packaging was very iconic. It was very modern, very fresh, and uh, everybody knew an enterprise gift. And that's very important and symbolic of my continued journey 
which is all around design and packaging and the importance of um, interacting with the consumer in a way that really delighted them. I would love to see a picture. Do you I have will, any old pictures? I do. Okay. I do. Yeah, I, from cool. time to time, I have people on Facebook or Instagram that post something for me, like, I remember you here. And it's hilarious. That's where them. my mother-in-law's from, so I'm going to put the picture in front of her and ask her if she oh, remembers it. I love it. Yeah. The packaging cool. was shiny white paper, satin green ribbon, and a daisy, oh, a white cool. daisy. Uh -huh. yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> oh, I, I love learning about this. Okay, so you are a serial entrepreneur, right? Started at age 10. Yeah, well, um, I guess so. <laughs> um, what was the first, what was the way you got into the dental business, right? You were in fashion and gifts. How, how do you move into dental? Yeah. So my husband is a, um, he's a prosthodontist. He, pa he practices dentistry on uh, Fifth what, Avenue and 73rd. Yeah. Most people don't know it, but it's a specialty in aesthetic dentistry. So it's uh, where you go to school for an extra few years and you become a prosthodontist. So it's crown and bridges and aesthetic dentistry. And it's really about form and function mm -hmm. and the aesthetic beauty of the smile. So he practiced up on uh, Fifth Avenue and 73rd. He's been there for many, many years. And uh, as a teacher and a pioneer, and, um, and a creator and an inventor, he always wanted to sort of improve dentistry and actually really wanted to rebrand dentistry. He still does because, you know, dentists get a bad rap. Yes. You know, it's all about pain. So I like to say our business is really more about the smile mm -hmm. as opposed to dental. Um, but uh, Jonathan had invented a technology that he had just for his patients. This is before Crest White Strips and before teeth whitening became important and sexy and really relevant. And he invented a product that he had just for his patients. And he went on television as an expert on dentistry and showed all different kinds of technology when dentistry became a little bit sexy. This is around, this is in 2000. And um, he showed his little product. What Joy show B, was this? On The View. The View, this is major. It was, it was really cool. He was on a lot of television, humbly, you know, speaking. but. Uh, that show was pretty amazing because they wanted to highlight how dentistry has evolved and how it has changed. And he, of course, wanted to highlight that it was much more about making people smile and giving people empowerment and confidence. And um, so he showed different kinds of product and that was being used in the office, and then he showed his little product. And at the time, he called it Enhanced. And I just looked at him and said, like, how could you have a product called Enhanced? Like, that just wasn't dental smile. But um, anyway, they, they loved it on The View and they were all using it. And when he was off and his episode was done and the next people were coming on, Joy Behar, Barbara Walter, all of them were just using his little product. And at the time, I was just retiring. Well, I don't know if you could call it retiring, but I had a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. And I was like, I'm just going to do some exercise, and I'm going to take care of my kids, and I'm going to be a mom. Right. That's the dream, right? To just work out every day and, like, hang out? <laughs> yes. At the time, it's what I thought was my dream, because I had worked since I was a little girl. And I just thought, wow, this would be really amazing if I could just do that. And we sold the business, the enterprise, it was called, in Brooklyn. And uh, I'm like, he's like, no, no, no. we got to build a brand now. I'm like, okay. You know, and it was a nanosecond that I went from, wanting to just be a mom and stay home, to really realizing that I, I always had that drive to want to build something and do something. But isn't it amazing how the universe works? Like you had the opportunity to sell the family business, the enterprise, give yourself 
room for a day at least to breathe <laughs> and then have a new opportunity presented in front of you, right? This might have been a harder decision if you were still running the store. Yes, it would have right? been, yes. And I believe that that's just kismet, you know, and I think that many people, you know, listening and girlfriends and friends of mine, um, I try to always let them know, like, when one door closes, another one really does open. And uh, it just allows you to take your learnings and pay it forward and do it even better the second time. So I totally believe in that, but I get very challenged by the when. Like, I mm. know that, let's say, we're having a bad quarter or whatever is happening. I know that my business is not destroyed. It's not the end of the world. But the well, when does that other door open? That's what I struggle with. I really do get still anxious about things and a little bit crazy and lose sleep, even though I know it will be fine and the universe has always given me what I need, I still struggle with the unknown of the when. When will that shift happen? Mm -hmm. And I think that struggle is an indication that you actually really care. And for me, that word care is like the center of my universe in, in my company uh, and in my life today, because I really believe that just shows that you really care. And you get anxious <laughs> and you get nervous, and that's real. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you didn't, then you're just coasting. Right. You, know, you just have to really believe in yourself and you have to allow yourself to fall a little bit, but know that you could pick yourself right back up. But that's not easy. I just like to sleep better. You know, I value yeah. sleep so much. So when these things that um, I have no control over get in my way of sleep, mm-hmm. I get a little frustrated, which I makes don't me then sleep less too, right? It's a which cycle. isn't good. No, it's a cycle. I like waking up refreshed. It's really important to me. We all do. So let's talk about family because you ran a business with your mother. So I'm sure that presents, that, that could be a whole book in itself. Oh, yes. You run a business now with your husband. And yes. I know we're skipping ahead, but this theme of family is really interesting. Your sons are re- creating a brand that I'm sure you, you know, if you're not actively involved in, they're certainly asking you for guidance. How, how do you work with family? How do you survive working with family? What are the benefits of working with family? Mm, such a good question. And uh, certainly very much a part of, you know, who I am and who we are as a family. Um, I think, you know, the one thing about family is, uh, well, most of the time, you really can trust them. You know, they've got your back. Um, They're not going to abandon you, Uh, particularly if you keep the communication really wide open. And I would say I had a lot of respect for my mom early on. She knew more than I did. You know, I I knew that then, that knowing more than I do, I got into trouble with later in my life because I didn't necessarily pick people in my business that knew more than I did. And that was a mistake. You know, my lessons now are you really surround yourself by people, with people in your brands that are smarter than you, that are experts in the areas that they're being hired for, um, because you don't know everything. You know, and um, working with my husband, he always used to say, well, you need to be married for 20 years plus <laughs> to work with your spouse. Um, but. The truth is, is we have our own expertise. I have enormous respect for his profession and for his expertise in creation and invention and his authenticity in wanting to create a product that really fills a void in the category, in the space, in people's lives. So it's for the right reason that he innovates product. And for me, it's like a dream because I could bring that product to life in a way 
that tips into my, what I think is my expertise or what I really believe in, which is bringing a brand to life so that the consumer can understand it and hopefully they could fall in love with it. You know, falling in love with your brand. It's like when I first met you. I mean, I really did fall in love with you. Mm. I did. I thought you were really authentic. You shared your stuff about things that were going on in your life with your kids and the balance. And, <laughs> I think it was a really yeah. bad day I was having. <laughs> well, listen, we all have them. We do. We all have them. So I, I really think that uh, <laughs> I, I believe that communication is so critical. And in order to have a successful family life um, and for your kids to respect you and want to be with you, I think you have to talk to them like adults, you know, and you have to treat them that way. And you have to treat everybody in your life that way and give people a chance to really express their feelings and share their, their thoughts so that, and, and digest it so that you can move forward with them. And so my two sons, it's so exciting because my oldest son, Julian, uh, they both went to Cornell. They graduated in the undergraduate business program. One of them went into private equity, was doing that for seven years, and the other one was a digital strategist in marketing. And um, both really doing an amazing job, kind of crushing it in their careers, but a journey, you know, and a lot of learnings and, you know, not exactly what they both thought. And... It surprised and delighted them in other ways. But uh, after doing what they were doing, and particularly my oldest son, seeing a lot of brands growing and evaluating brands and seeing what it was that got them where they got to and the success that they had, like, he said, me too. Like, I guess they're they come from two entrepreneur parents. And I would say we all have entrepreneur in us. You just have to have confidence, you know, to be able to do that. And so they both said, my oldest son said, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pursue and I'm going to build a brand. And we're like, what did, what, in what category? And we have a foundation, which is called the Glow Good Foundation, where we give back to the underserved, which is what we started our company out with. I'll never forget. I'm probably going off track right yeah, now. but awesome. We launched our brand, the second brand. My first brand was Go Smile, and we sold it. Uh, to our investors because we didn't want to be in business with those investors anymore and we wanted to move on and create something 10 times better and do it in a way where we had taken our learnings and took them to the road, you know, took them on the highway and took a high road. And uh, when we built our second brand, Glow, Glow Science, we were talking to David Slitiano, who was the CEO of Sephora and Margarita at the time. And we're like, Jonathan and I were like, we want a foundation. We want to give back. We don't just want to be a for-profit brand. And um, they, David particularly, you know, they said, you know, that's too much. You can't do them both at the same time. You know, it's, it's a whole business in itself to build a foundation. And we were like, okay, we get that, but we're going to do it anyway. And I think part of being an entrepreneur and being a founder is you've got to follow your dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to break rules. You have to like forge through even if people tell you not to do it if you make a mistake so what you know you pick it up hopefully it wasn't too expensive you have to listen to the people that know more than you but sometimes you gotta go your way so we did we built the foundation anyway built it we just put we got a name it was called glow good foundation it was an easy name to come up with but um we've been doing really great things with it i'm very proud it's it's at its infancy but it's growing 
and we partner with um, with Lenny Kravitz, who's a dear friend and a rock star, awesome person, um, and a patient of my husband's. And um, we do these missions, and we go down to Eleuthera, and we treat over 500 people to the a gift of a smile, taking them out of pain, making them really comfortable, um, cleanings, root canals, whatever they need. Mm -hmm. It's a big team that comes down with us. And my kids came. So the other physicians that your husband knows and dental hygienists, you bring a whole team of experts down? Yes, we do. In fact, the first time, Jonathan, it was Christmas, and he, uh, it was going to be planned over Christmas, and uh, he asked his team, who's been with him for 15, 20, 25, and 30 years, in his dental practice uptown, he has like 35 people up there, um, he said, you know, instead of a, a party and a bonus, how would you like to go on a glow good mission? And every single person raised their hands. That's awesome. So we closed the practice and we all went down. And that's how it got started. But my boys went on the mission. And while their father was a dentist their entire life and practicing the, the, you know, that craft, they never really understood the power of what he did until they went on these missions. And they saw that he changed people's lives just by giving them cleanings, taking them out of pain. People without access, it's the best gift you can ever give them because they're never going to have access to dentistry. That's the last place they're going to be able to get help at. So my boys turned around and said, we're going to start a company in oral care. And they're awesome. They're millennials. They're super smart. And they're starting a direct-to-consumer brand called Twice. It's at Twice on Instagram. And um, they're starting with toothpaste. They have a super cool concept. It's morning and night. Um, it's not going to be overpriced. It's going to be like the ideal toothpaste, what you need, not what you don't need, and uh, the real deal. And they're going to give back to the Glow Good Foundation. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, so it's really cool. And watching them take this. <laughs> this morning, one of my meetings I had was with them. And I just was listening to them, and I realized, like, it's 24-7 when you start a brand, you know, and... I guess I'm finally at a place right now where I have a really great CEO at Glow, and I have an amazing team, and they don't need me as much. <laughs> Isn't that so nice? <laughs> I'm so happy. I've never, at this age, to finally be able to just sit back and say, wow, this is so cool. Like, I did some really great work, and I now have people that can take it and take it to the next level, so I have time to talk to my kids and... Right. Go back to those roots. There is, um, I don't think anything like the feeling for me of learning that things have happened at the agency that I knew nothing about, start to finish, results are beautiful, which I always knew they would be, but my team needs the confidence, you know? Yes. Like, I know that they're awesome. And then I find out that something happened, a job was executed, it was amazing, and I knew nothing about it. Oh. <laughs> it gives me so much joy. Oh, you should be so proud. <laughs> I love yeah, it, it love really it. is. It's amazing. I mean, and I had that experience with you. You know, I, I met you, and it was just so cool to sit with some of your team and see them do their thing on their own. And I just literally, I was a little jealous. <laughs> and, uh, but it didn't take much longer after that for my head of marketing to be sitting with your team now yeah. and being able to execute. And 
It's 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 she's a wonderful. Buddy. I, yeah, um, she's I, amazing. It's almost like she and I have these five thirty p.m. dates uh, on the phone. It's like right. end of day. Let's chat. Right. Um, okay, let's talk about Glow Good. How do you fund the program? Where does the funding come from? That right. so we're in the process of really developing that now. We started by funding it ourselves, and then we had a couple of wonderful events, small but mighty and fun. Um, we had a comedy event that we did in the city. Um, my sons threw a quick party at one of their friends' bars and invited like a hundred friends and you know they got the bar for free and their friends were so excited to support it and um, and now we're looking to do something big um, you know with with our partnership with Lenny and with some other people. Um, we're, we're, we're going to really spread the word. I mean, we've, we've been to Rwanda, to Africa a couple of times. We've been to L.A. with L.A. Cares. We've been Foundation Rwanda um, with Mehmet Oz um, and Health Corps and um, Jeffrey Canada up in, in Harlem. And we're just trying to spread the word. And this year we're going to have a, a big party, hopefully, and uh, be able to raise some more money. And... Um, do a big event in New York and give back to our backyard right here. So, right. and um, if individual donors wanted to contribute, they can just reach out and do that. Yes, they can. They can. And my boys, their their um, Twice brand is actually going to with each purchase. Part of the money is going to go to the Glow Good Foundation, and. We have a new strategy coming up soon, which I'll look forward to sharing at another time with you. But through Glow Science, through our retail product, we're really going to target the Glow Good Foundation so that our consumer uh, is really fully aware of what they're, they're getting a smile by whitening their teeth with our product and feeling more empowered, but they're also going to be giving back. So that's to happen soon, and I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah, we've had some very generous friends who have helped us fund missions as well. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go back in time, because I'm okay. still very curious about the working with family. Um, I almost feel like working with your husband might be easier than working with your mom, um, right? You can't you can't push them out of the way in the, um, in the practice and say, no, I'm going to like stick my fingers in this person's mouth and do what you do, right? Like, no, right? can't do that. Um, but when it comes to like personal style and understanding, you know, um, trends in the marketplace, my guess is you and your mother could have been e equally good at this, right? So yes. um, you go from 10 to 20 and that's becomes your job and your career. Um, how did you communicate with your mom in a way where you could be the professional version of yourselves? Mm. Um, versus the, um, you know, the dynamic that I think is very typical in families where like we're all maybe, maybe sometimes a, a little different with each other. Yes, definitely. Well, I'd say that I think I was, I had a little bit of luck in my life with my mom because my mom, she had a lot of respect for me. And I think I took that respect that she had for me very seriously because I paid it forward with my boys. Mm -hmm. I hope that when they're interviewed that they share that same <laughs> sentiment. But I really, my mother, she recognized my talent and she let me fly. Um, and, and I recognize hers. Where we butted heads was, um, was when I wanted, to, I wanted to grow the business. I wanted to, I wanted to go beyond where we were. Mm -hmm. And um, I literally had to kind of do it behind her back I started a, um, 
a business that was um, for the finance business where it was uh, corporate gift giving. Mm -hmm. And she was so nervous about it. I don't blame her because we went from selling one product to one person to selling 7,000 bull and bears to like a big company. Right. And how do you do that? Like, how do you pack them, ship them, you know? And But uh, I, just, I just did it behind her back. And, uh, and then she saw what I had done. And then she was like, well, how are you gonna do this one now? And that's when I tapped into some other friends and mm -hmm. figured it out and, um, but I would say, interestingly enough, that sometimes being in business with my husband was a little bit more difficult, you know, because as easy as it was, there were moments where we kind of, we both, after a while, I mean, we've been doing this since 2000, so we started, we've done two brands mm -hmm. together, and uh, his expertise is clearly um, and very passionately in inventing and c getting patents for his product and creating, you know, filling the white space that's needed. And then I would take it and I would be the marketer and the designer and I would bring it to life with packaging and, you know, and graphics and all that stuff. And um, he, he really became a, a marketer. He's, he's actually really good at it. And so we kind of laugh today because he thinks he named Go Smile. I think I said Julian named it. He thinks he named Glow. I said I named Glow. So we're like... But we're having a good time. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we've learned a lot from each other. And I feel like I can contribute more to what his expertise is and he can contribute more to mine. So I think at the end of the day, my answer to you would be, I think you have to be a really good communicator right. in the good and in the bad to be able to and have respect, mm -hmm. really respect each other your friends, your peers, your husband, your mom, whoever it is you're in business with, when you lose respect, um, nothing good can happen. Right. You gotta step back. Um, let's talk a little bit about the challenges of being in a partnership that's not working for you. Because we have a lot of listeners who are entrepreneurs and many of them are at the stages where they're looking for outside funding or additional partners to reinforce where they think they are or maybe they think they can't do it alone even though they probably could. You know. Um, it's just a hard place to be because um, when you want to grow as a brand, you need money, right? Like at, at some point, you know, creativity is great, but you, know, you do need money to fuel oh, yeah. it. So they're looking to investors and partners. Um, and you've been through this and you've learned a lot from it. So you know, can you walk us through a little bit about the experience of doing that and what sort of signs you saw that were like, this, this doesn't feel right anymore? Mm -hmm. Sure. And then okay. how do you exit? Yes. It's definitely something that every entrepreneur faces. And uh, I would say we probably made every single mistake there was to make. <laughs> and um, my first piece of advice would be uh, when you're looking for investors and you're looking for people to get involved with, you have to, be, you have to do serious due diligence. And um, serious due diligence means serious. You have to dig really deep, including going on the internet, finding out about people, mm -hmm. learning about the people that you're getting involved with. Um, of course, it's wonderful when you get started to have family and friends. It's the best mm -hmm. way. But once you start to need money to build and grow the business from there, um, you know, for me, it's about having smart money. Mm -hmm. And it's having strategic money because money is fungible. and. Uh, at the end of the day, when you take money from the wrong person, nothing good happens. 
I certainly had my share. And um, I, I feel like, you know, you have to really follow your gut. You have to really communicate a lot with the people that love you and that you love and mm -hmm. talk about what your plans are. And be strategic about what it is, what do you really need the money for? And make sure that the people that you're getting the money from are able to provide some help to you. Mm -hmm. Because as a founder and as a building a brand, when you think you don't need help, you need help. You know, and surround yourself with people that truly care about helping you. Right, so um, what I'm hearing is um, a founder really needs to, t to press the pause button, right? Because I would imagine that if I'm a founder and I have you know inventory in the warehouse and I know that this infusion of capital is gonna push it out the door and keep us moving forward, then I'm getting anxious and I'm in a rush. Mm. But what I'm hearing from you is like, take your time and really do mm. your homework. And be careful for what you wish for. Don't, you don't have to grow fast. Right. You know, I think when we started our first company, I mean, we built it and it became really, really successful. But we were in so much distribution so fast that we really couldn't keep up with it. Mm -hmm. So build your brand, you know, with people that you could trust. You know, when we first started this company, um, we trusted our two partners, like Mindy Grossman, who was at HSN, was a a friend, I had known her from my old brand, and uh, I knew I could trust her. Um, and she helped us in that HSN journey mm -hmm. at the time. And uh, Margarita Arigata at Sephora, and David Sultiano, and Priya Venkatesh, all those people, like, they knew what we went through in our first journey, mm -hmm. and they knew it was a symphony that was cut short. And they were very excited mm -hmm. for us to build a second brand and come back 10 times better. And uh, that love and that support has forever made me love the beauty industry. Like I, you know, people, real people that are good people that really care, they'll be with you and they will show up for you. Um, and you get disappointed by people that don't show up. Mm -hmm. you know, and that uh, turn their backs on you. But that's okay, because those good people are there for you, and they give you the strength, and uh, they, they enable you to just follow your dream. And so, as hard as it is, um, if you get punched, you know, just come right back up and uh, believe in your vision. You can dream big, but you have to start strategically and carefully and don't try to grow too fast. I love that. And before we close, I want our listeners to know you have an incredibly radiant smile. <laughs> when you smile, like your whole face really does glow, mm -hmm. you know, which is why I think that yeah. the fact that you're in this business and helping people get the best from their smile and giving smile to others who need it, like it just all makes sense with you and your aura and your everything. Mm. Thanks, Jody. I, I will say my husband says it was my big birthday and he made a speech and sung a song to me, actually. Aww. But he said, um, my wife literally wakes up every morning with a smile. <laughs> and uh, it's not a joke. I, my advice to people is um, try that. You know, just try waking up with a smile and sharing a smile all day long. Things feel a lot easier. And people really, 
people fall in love with you because you're sharing a real deep connection of a smile. And I love the business that I'm in, and I hope to continue to make people smile, give back smile to people that deserve it, and uh, for my family to grow together and just make a difference in the world by making it a happier place. Well, thank you, Stacey, so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. We love it. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. I'm not sure about wisdom, just life. It is. But thank you. <laughs> and for our listeners, please subscribe to our series on iTunes. And for updates about the show, follow us on Instagram at Where Brains Meet Beauty Podcast. Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.